What's up, homies? Season 2, episode 28. I got a special edition for you today. He didn't even know it. Oh, man. I got JoJo with me. We were out shooting videos, and he was just talking something that I get a lot of questions on. So I'm going to ask him some very tough questions on scaling and growing a team uh, as the Houston business has just skyrocketed. And we've had our lumps and bruises here That's and there. Right. That's but, right. Um, JoJo, I want to ask you first, for, and I want to start with the heat. You, you're hiring a buyer console consultant. Why don't you talk about what that is and the difference between just hiring an agent? Yeah. So basically what it is, Jackson, it's a buyer concierge. You know, we can we can name it whatever we want. It just it fits better because it's not an actual buyer's agent. And what that means is, is I found that, you know, once a lot of business starts rolling in, um, you have multiple clients stacking on top of each other. So in order to you know, to perform at our highest level and give the service that, that clients deserve, we, we figured adding a buyer concierge will help. So what that means is, is while I'm behind the computer doing Zoom calls, setting appointments, checking on the searches, working with the other team, and you know, all the, the little intricacies that are in it, the buyer concierge will go out and go out on appointments. So say, for example, I set five appointments, the buyer concierge will pick it up and go show those uh, buyers of uh, those five houses and sometimes in our area specifically it could be 30 minutes 45 minutes in between a home because they're looking at multiple cities and so that helps a lot because for me to leave the office and get off of a zoom call you know have the team meetings and so forth you run into time constraints and so somewhere um, you know there's gonna be a break in the business what do you feel now we just discussed it you're probably going to test this a little bit, but pay scale, pay structure. How do you feel that's going to work best? You know, everything, you know, there's not one perfect solution. So you really have to test everything. So I, what I find just working in this and me personally being out in the field and understanding the, the pay scale and so forth. So what we're doing right now with this particular buying concierge is 15% of the uh, commission. Uh, I've thought about doing a, a fixed rate. Um, but I think there needs to be a little bit of reward for someone who's going to go out there and, you know, give their time as well. And uh, one of the benefits is they're going to be able to be somewhat mentored, coached, or learn the business and a possibility to even join the team if they see they like it even better. And then <clears throat> with that, there's a lot of people who are wanting to take that first step and hire somebody, but delegating tasks, right? And I remember when we first started this Houston thing and yeah. you were taking point, you took every client and... I was telling you, hey, you've got to find the people because stuff can slip through the cracks. So why don't you walk them through like hiring your first agent, how much that freed you up, how much more business came from it, and then kind of your new goals now with the team. Yeah, so we're all in different stages of what, how we learn this business. Um, I was very good at you know helping people individually, but once you start growing pretty fast, you do need to scale. You know, you need to leverage, and so adding a buyer's agent really was a big blessing for me because it freed up a lot of time. I started working seven days a week. We were in a market where the demand was right now. So if you got home and you wanted to rest, it's like you had to write that offer at 10 o'clock at night because they were gonna make a decision on multiples by midnight, you know? And so it never stopped. And then you're answering phone calls, pulling over on the side of the road, finding a notepad, writing on your arm, and then coming <laughs> back and having to follow up and then create new, you know, so it, it was a lot, you know? So once you have a buyer's agent, they take off that load um, and they start creating their own business out of out of you know that as was well. Was it tough to hand that business off at first, and a little easier now? 
It is. And I think it just depends on, you know, at what level you're starting. So, you know, mindset changes as you learn that business comes, you know, starts getting, you pick up in business. But the mindset at first, you know, you just want to try to do everything. And then you realize that more abundance comes as, as you spread yourself out. And I think that's just for anybody, even as a buyer's agent, it's like, you know, I started looking back at it, Jackson. I was like, man, it, it shouldn't think twice about, you know, partnering or leveraging yeah. yourself with somebody. Allow the, don't worry about what you're going to get paid. Allow the opportunity to come and, and gain the experience. And then you'll see a lot more doors open up in the future. That is something that, you know, every agent struggles with is they all want to add people. They all see that, but it's really taking that step and kind of forgetting about the actual commission splits. checks yeah the splits because um you know i mean you can have a hundred percent of your own business and if you only do one to three deals a year or transactions you know i mean you're still going to starve mm-hmm. versus going on a team and then you start doing multiple transactions a month yep so now let's fast forward you are slamming i think you had you know 20 something in contract and you've got multiple <clears throat> agents Tell me about the systems, the videos, and everything that you built out to give these agents access so that you also don't have to answer those questions continually. Yeah, so what I learned is you, 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 uh, you know, the first agent that came on as a buyer's agent, you know, it, the excitement's high for everybody. So, you know, you're answering the phone, you're training and doing everything you can to pass along the knowledge that I've learned throughout the years. But then you add another agent, and you'll add another agent, and then before you know it, you, you're it's almost a full-time job just answering questions and trying to get people up to speed and looking over contracts and different things that, that come along on transactions. Yep. So, trans, I got it, I got it. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, circling back, basically, um, this what I learned is, okay, now I have to document. I always hear people document your system, everything that you do over and over, document it. So what I started doing is loom videos and then categorizing those and I set up a Trello board and then that's that's basically my onboarding and training ground. So I have a Trello board for onboarding now, I have a Trello board for uh, buyer, you know, what to do once you go under contract, what you do during, you know, before contract showings, you know, all every single detail in the transaction on what to do with the client is now on video. So some, some, a new agent comes on and they don't know how to write a contract. I have a video, I tell them, hey, take a deep breath and we're going to get through it. And then they can pause and play and go through the contract and write it as if they were in the business for 10 or 15 years. So that's the same thing that we talk about. Whenever you're doing something proficiently and you need to be delegating that task, you have to start recording it. That is an asset that you can now train somebody to do. I did that with my editors. So an editor is not going to pick up exactly how I like stuff immediately, but I started recording myself right so joe is doing this with the team where now he can tell these agents to go straight to the video and watch it and not waste his time so what i learned is once you have all your camera and everything set up and your microphone there isn't a time where i sit in front of the computer and i have all this bullet point out sometimes i'll be in the middle of a situation where an agent comes at me with a question um, we ran into a problem with the contract or an agent. So I'll just get in front of my computer immediately and then I'll use that as a training uh, right on the spot. I'll wake up in the morning and I'll think about, oh, I need to do this on a contract or whatever. So I'll just record it and I'll put it in Trello. If it needs to be refined later, it will, but at least I, I got it on there, to, you know. Yep. Now, we got another major question that everybody asks us. Hey, Jackson or hey, Joe, um, you know, I'm shooting a lot of these videos 
and I want to be able to scale this thing and not take every Zoom call. You know, how was it when you first started, and then what are you doing now with the Zoom calls to hand them off now to buyers agents? So I'm I'm still doing the Zoom calls, but now what what I did is I created a, a script log, and then we go over this on meetings. So we have you know Wednesday meetings, Monday and uh, Friday uh, huddles. And so we'll talk about these things on what it takes to um, have these uh, Zoom calls. So little by little, I've been entrusting uh, the agents to have these Zoom calls. We record every one of our Zoom calls so that way we can go back and, and um, you know, get better and better at it. So if there's a break somewhere, we can listen to them and then we can say, okay, hey, you did this or that or so forth. And you, know? you guys, you're, as the team, training, listening to these, right? Yes. So I even have Zoom calls of me recording that I share with them. So even for me, I can do a lot of the Zoom calls, and what I'll do is I'll record it, and then once it gets sent over to, to the agent, I can share the video of my Zoom call with, with that client. So now they can see the client, and they can get a feel for their personality and pick up on some things so that they can, it's basically I'm handing the baton over, and they felt connected to them like as if they were sitting in front of them talking to them. Love it. Okay, I got another another one here um these people are typically not coming in to buy right away how are you nurturing these clients because with especially this team we got so many buyers you got a dozen of them coming this weekend but there's people that are three six nine months out so talk about your nurture process too and what you make the agents do so getting we getting on the zoom call is one of the major key uh components to this we can't do all of them of course but at least that's one of them because if it's six months later, all I got to do is go to that Zoom call and pick up that video and, and we'll remember their face and the conversation. And then I can pick up exactly um, on their criteria, their timeline, their area, everything. So that way we can formulate it when they call in. They're like, hey, we're coming in. I don't even know who they are anymore because, I mean, you're dealing with hundreds of more people later. Yep. Yeah. Um, so is that dropping into a CRM and yes, you have so, assistance? So we, we have a CRM that drops in there and we're all able to communicate. And so the main thing is, is after we get off the Zoom call or a phone call or, or however we communicate with them, that one of the key factors is just setting them up on a search. Um, the fastest you can uh, start, you know, putting information in front of the client um, is, is key to the relationship. And I have noticed that the searches are key because um, they that's what they're hungry for. They're coming here to to buy a house you know find the area so they really want that and I tell them a lot of times you know if we haven't been able to connect on a zoom and then you know times progressing I'll say look we're gonna put you on a search it's gonna be broad when we get on the call we'll narrow it down if we need to I said but at least this way we won't miss out on anything and you can ask us questions about the areas and then that CRM is helping you to track uh, if they're three months out or nine months out yeah so we have you know we use follow-up boss so we use uh, tags and um, stages and so forth so the the minute uh, someone comes in we, we have the lead get put into our system and it's just tagged as a lead and then once we pick up and have a phone call with them we ask the timeline and it's either one to three months which is hot and then you know three to six months and then six months plus Mm -hmm. and they can move in between those tags if something changes with them gotcha now let's fast forward a client has closed something you and i were not good at pop buys or staying in touch but what have you you know built into the business for uh post closing Uh, staying in touch with clients well post closing we do send them you know uh, a a welcome you know we appreciate their business you know uh, thank you you know for the business and it's just a general uh, thing that gets triggered in the system when we put closed 
but our agents are wonderful at it. You know, they, they really have, you know, that heart to, to give yep. and, and keep providing more value. And, you know, that's, that's where a team is wonderful because we all learn from each other. It's not one, not one person has the solution, not just because I'm the leader. I have every solution. We mm -hmm. grow together. And so me seeing them put together these closing packages, you know, has helped me to even put together closing packages. And yep. we'll just go and drop them off either one at closing or even, you know, a week or two after after they uh, they move into the house. And you hired a virtual assistant, correct? That was my first thing to do before even the buyer's agent. I did test out some buyer concierge mm -hmm. at, at the beginning. Um, but yes, my first hire was a full-time TC. Okay, and what all are they it doing It really wasn't you? a TC. So um, I was hearing somewhere where they become unicorns at first because you don't know really what role they fall in until you see them shine. And so more than anything, I have seen the admin. Um, she's our personal admin, but she's really become like a lead manager. Gotcha. So I just wanted to take the time and interview, you know, one of the top teams and growing teams here. So first thing is you have my email, info at jacksonwilkie.com. If you're in that Houston area and you need you know, some deals, you want to be a part of the team, email me. I'll get you directly over to Joe. We're looking to grow this team. And secondly, you guys, I, I when I tell you the whole EXP thing and who you surround yourself with, Joe's investing tens of thousands of dollars into coaching. So again, you can reach straight out to him, partner with him at EXP, and he can instill these systems into your business, right? I can help you with the video. And this is how some of these teams that I keep talking about, they're making millions of dollars, right? Like our goal, me and Joe's, we, we want to do hundreds of homes here. And so it, it, there's a lot to this. It's not just a video. As you can hear here from Joe, it, it, I mean, the, the crazy systems that you have to install to do this so that you're not just dropping stuff, you know, through the cracks, it's it's really true, you know, and masterminds out there like the Eli's like like Joe here and like Jesse and, and Heather in Portland, you know, just the ones I'm surrounded with. That's who you, you get involved with too. So info at jacksonwilkie.com and just say, hey, I've got to talk to Joe. I'd love to partner, you know, EXP with him. Uh, if you're local here and you want to join the team, just hit me up. I'll get you in contact with Joe as well. And if you would, go down and leave us a review uh, and rate this podcast as well. More fire interviews coming like that. So until the next walk and talk, homie, we'll catch you later.